Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Gentlemen, welcome to this episode of America's Diesel Podcast. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. This is an unorthodox intro. My name is Ben, this is Tyler. This is America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. It may sound like I've already been talking on the microphone for maybe about an hour, because I have. So we're going to get to that to a minute, but make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts normally, um, and make sure and check us out on YouTube. Uh, we are really trying to pump up our YouTube viewership. So comment, subscribe, hit the bell, do all that kind of good stuff. Um, it really helps us kind of gain some traction and move forward, even though we do have legitimately over a hundred episodes. I don't know how we did it, but we keep going. Uh, we also have an opportunity to leave reviews and for you to get cool stuff. Tyler, hit them. Leave a five-star review on any of those platforms that Ben mentioned over there. Over there. You're right next to me. Right next to me. Hey, <laughs> Leave a five-star review. Send that bad boy to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send a super sweet sticker that looks just like this logo on my super sweet cup that you can buy on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Shameless plug. Let's do this episode. Let's do it. Okay, so a <laughs> couple things let's get out of the way. Um, I know if you've been listening to our podcast for a while that we tend to start series, series I, series. We start them. We start them. <laughs> we get into them, and we never really finish them, but is a project truck ever done? Yeah. Folks? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> it's the news. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, so we started this episode, and the intro after we talk about this may get a little bit choppy, but we started this episode with full intentions about talking about a couple of questions we've gotten for people looking to kind of get into a, a new truck, but they can't afford the new, 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 but they still need to finance, which led us to 10 to 12 Rams. That very quickly spiraled out of control into me and Tyler talking about fighting each other over which body style is the best, <laughs> which cab style is the best, um, how to possibly... It was probably my fault. <laughs> how to buy deleted trucks from the dealership and what's the best way to do it. It yeah. just it really spiraled out of control to the point where we are just going to start having episodes called Ramblin'. Yeah. Like Series. A, <laughs> like a Ramblin' Rambler. Yeah. Um, so it, from here on out, if you ever see an episode that is titled Ramblin', 
It may be like Ramblin' number one or Ramblin' number two. Honestly, we don't know because the first one we did it on the fly. Uh, we will put like a highlight of the topics that we talked about uh, in the description. But uh, for the most part, me and Tyler, you know, diesel is our lives. You know, we talk about it all day, every day. And we we can tend to ramble about this stuff. Yeah, whenever you hear me say, uh, hold on one second, I, I got to say this before I forget it. That is the <laughs> – that, that's the uh, – that's the that's the uh, the I can't talk. That's the what? That's a sign. Sign. That's a sign. Things are. That's, are a, going. that's a sign from their tangent. Yeah, Tyler just took a left turn and he's lost. Yes. <laughs> so. If this episode was like how to describe how many tangents there were, you ever seen a wire wheel that you screw into your drill? Imagine <laughs> every one of those wire wheels is a is a tangent. <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. There's more to come. Thanks for tuning in and uh, enjoy. Enjoy the rambling. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the show. You're talking really quiet. Uh, no. It seems like it seems like you're you're less. It's, it seems like you're kind of starting out like, "Welcome to the show. How are you today?" You might notice that we have <laughs> headphones on right now, and it's completely messing with how I hear things, and I don't know how loud to talk. And I'm not sure how this is coming through. So I know it's, it's a little weird. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, this is Ben Tyler with America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. The best diesel podcast in whoa in on the internet. We haven't said the internet yet. Wow, because there's other diesel podcasts on the internet. We're just gonna start spitting that hot hot heat. Throwing throwing what is it? Throwing knives? We're th- we're spitting fireballs. We're in a glass house. Yeah. <laughs> And we're playing with rocks, boys. That's what we're doing. Someone just dropped off a shoebox full of old slingshots, and we got nothing but marbles. Yeah, and it's just me and Ben hanging out in a glass freaking house. (laughs) Got a keg of barley juice. (laughs) Someone's going down. (laughs) Might be us. (laughs) Hey-o. No. All right, so yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Ben Tyler here. Uh, Make sure to check us out on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anyway, you listen to podcasts, uh, if you feel like watching this and seeing me and Tyler's new super cool headphones that I hear super gnarly with, uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Uh, we are trying to pump up our views on the YouTubes because that helps us expand and get more oomph going on here to bring you guys cool stuff. Uh, we also have some reviews out there or places where you can leave reviews, and Tyler's going to tell you about that. Yeah, leave a review. Five-star review. That's the only type of reviews we take. Leave it on any of those platforms. Screenshot that bad boy. Send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include an address and a picture of your truck. And we will send you a sticker that looks looks suspiciously similar to the logo on our cup. Don't look suspicious. Don't, don't. Look suspicious, <laughs> don't look suspicious. Free stuff for a five-star review. That's a pretty fair trade-off if you ask me. I'd say so. Stickers yeah. are not cheap. No, they are kind of cheap. <laughs> they are kind of cheap, but... You know we're getting that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... This episode, um, a lot of times we we kind of try to plan our episodes out, and sometimes we end up just kind of getting a lot of the same questions or same types of emails, and then it's like, well, you know, if four people had that question, 
some other people probably do too, so let's answer it. Yeah. And, um, and also, this kind of stemmed from someone stopping by today, a, a, a listener actually yeah. stopping by today. Yeah, Kurt stopped by. Um, I've shared his uh, pictures on our Instagram, uh, which I run. Also, check out our Instagram, or it's a podcast on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> ran by me. Uh, Tyler has a login, but he doesn't know how to use it. I look so. at stuff. So if you post something really cool, I'll look at it and I won't comment <laughs> <laughs> or like or nothing. It's so true. <laughs> but just know I saw it. Uh, that's good enough, right? He saw it and he likes you. <laughs> okay. And uh, we, we've gotten a lot of questions from gentlemen and actually no ladies, but I'm going to say just everybody, guys in general term, um, that are looking for either their next diesel pickup or they're looking to get into a diesel pickup because now they're towing a trailer, but they're coming from something they could off-road in, so they kind of want to do that too. And everybody's kind of wondering, like, well, what should I go with? I don't have the budget for the new, new truck, and I'm I'm sorry, we're going to actually have three stages here. I may not have the budget for the new, 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 like the new, new hotness, like the 20, 2021 type deal, and I don't have the budget for a new, new truck, which is like the, I would say like 17, 18, 19. Yeah. I got to say, man, it is so weird calling not new vehicles that are like 17, 18, 19. I know. God, I guess that's what happens when you start getting old. Right, Grandpa? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this is going to be like, he's looking, trying to get like a new-ish, which is weird because now a 10 to 12 is going to be, I don't even think most people consider that to be a new-ish anymore. We're coming up on 10 years. I know. Isn't that crazy? What the hell? I know. But that that kind of kind of uh, drives home why we're recommending these particular trucks. Yeah, and I, I know we've had a couple episodes on this in the past about, uh, <clears throat> about you know, sort of situations like this. But, again, it's just something that we get a ton of questions on, so we're going to kind of try to try not to sound the same as our other episodes but elaborate on some things. And, again, we had a really a really cool truck stop by today. Uh, what was that, 07, 06? 07. 07. 59. 5'9". Last, last year of, you know, the, the holy grail. Yeah. Manuel. Manual. Uh, four-wheel drive, TRX. Is that, that's the, TRX-4. That's the, yeah, TRX-4. Um, that he has like 160 on it. Yeah, he the, bought it with like 140 or so. Yeah, 3,500 crew, crew cab short bed. I, I love those trucks. They're just a mm-hmm. good-looking truck. I mean, me personally, I you know, I like the mega cabs myself, but a close second option is the crew cab short bed trucks. I think they look good, especially when you get them, you know, 35s, 37s, sitting at about that three-inch lift. They look, mm-hmm. they just look super proportional. They look good. They're they're still usable. You can still have a ton of fun off-road, and still have great street manners, and still be able to tow. Yep. And that, that's the whole you know that's the whole thing too with these trucks. You can there's avenues you can go where you can build a truck that can do some really cool fun stuff without and still hook up to your trailer and go have fun with your family or whatever you're pulling or work or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and, and this is even because I've gotten a couple of, like direct messages on Instagram about it too. Guys are kind of looking to get into a three quarter one ton truck because they want to tow a little bit more. And I find myself giving kind of like the same answer because none of them are kind of like, well, I want this or I have to have this. They're just kind of like, I'm kind of new. Like, I'm not sure what to get. And, you know, like one of them, I, uh, a friend of a friend messaged me. He's kind of like, well, I'm coming from a GM pickup and I like the GM platform. I was like, well, I mean, if you're looking to stay with a GM truck, and you don't plan on putting big wheels and tires on it, you know, get yourself an early AML. Um, and then he hit me with the old, uh, well, I want to do kind of a little bit of off-roading with it. And maybe not, he doesn't want to necessarily do like, you know, super big wheels and tires, but he wants to have some off-road yeah. capabilities with it. And call me crazy, but first thing I was like, mm, I mean, if you're going to be off-roading with it and you do actually like, not that like I want to be able to drive to a campsite, 
but like I want to actually be able to maybe like hit a trail or something like that. Yeah. I instinctively go away from IFS trucks. And there are some out there that get done. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I, I'm with you, mm-hmm. except for the part you said 11 through 16 or whatever in LML. LML you know yeah. why? Why? Because BDS has that coilover kit that oh, is like right. a. Su- it's not even that terribly expensive when we were talking Duramax suspension kits. That would be right. a great kit to go with, a little three-inch kit. I think you probably just clear 35s with it, but still, that's better than just IFS. I agree. Yeah, that's a but good catch. You, you, and, yeah. you and I, you and I say to people when 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 I used to get phone calls on that, on someone like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking to get into a truck. You know, what do you what do you recommend?" The first thing I always say to everybody, you need to go drive them. You need to that's go drive true. every yeah. single one, because there's there's like for me those like we'll say oh we'll we'll say LMM and up. Well, LMM to. We'll just say LMM because yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the LMLs. <laughs> but to me, those trucks feel like more like cars inside. Oh, 100%. And yeah. so they don't give me that sort of that that feeling of a truck that I like. You know, whereas the Fords and the Rams do give me that feeling of a truck. Yeah, you're and in it's a truck, just, bro. It's yeah. something small, but again, this is something that if you're going to – especially if you're looking at something that's, <clears throat> you know, LM, we'll say LMM or newer, you know, or LMM – but in a, maybe an early LML, you're, I forgot where I was going with that. Gosh, darn it. It's well, these mics <laughs> or not the these mics is these headphones. What I was going to say is, especially if you're going from, you know, maybe a half ton truck <laughs> into the three quarter, one ton truck market. Yeah. Or especially if you're going from like not a truck, maybe like an SUV or a car yeah. straight into a three quarter, one ton truck market. Yeah. Like your expectations or what you're going to, you, it's different. Yeah. Like, it is different. Yeah, or, and like for instance too, like my <clears throat> my dad when he was uh he had a, a Silverado 1500 and he was looking to get a, a diesel truck. And <clears throat> he 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 drove a bunch of them and which is kind of funny because the one that he ended up going with was the was the was the one he talked about that he didn't like in the <laughs> beginning, which he went with a Ram. He went with a it was like an 04 and a half Ram 2500. Great platform. Great platform. Like I was all about it, but what he didn't like was the way that the windshield was. Like the and just little stuff like that. Wait, like it's, you, it's a long snout. It's a long yeah, yeah. So just little things like that. So for someone that doesn't know what truck they want and hasn't had any experience with them, narrow it down to you know a year range of the big three. So Ford, Chevy, and Dodge. Find ones that you like. Okay, go drive them. Go drive those trucks mm-hmm. because you may hop in that truck. And, and take it around the block and go, yeah, the same for me. The same for me, dog. Yeah. And you hop in the next one and go, I love this truck. Because you you got to narrow it down because there's so many avenues you could take with each of them. Especially I mean, if you're not give, talking about a new, new truck. Like any generation yeah. is open for game now. <laughs> right. So there's there's it, 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 there's just so many options out there. you got to narrow it down somehow. We're, we're not going to – I'm not going to sit here and tell you to go buy a 5.9 Mega Cab just because I like it. Mm-hmm. I, that's That's stupid. Because it, and you're you, again, you might hate it, <laughs> so you just wasted a bunch of money on a truck you can't stand, and then you're not into it, and then you're not buying cool parts for it, and then you got to sell it, and then you got to get into something else you want, and then you're upside down, and you're like, ah, crap. Or worse yet, you neglect it. Or you, yeah, and then you, you try and sell, it. and yeah. you're like, man, this thing sucks now. I only drove it for a year, and I lost like ten grand. Yeah, because you treat it like shit. Exactly. So. That conversation kind of led towards like, oh, okay, well, you know, LML. He, he literally said, he's like, I probably won't do anything bigger than 33s. It's like, okay, well, 
first off, if you're coming, Lame. From, the, if you're coming from a GM <laughs> platform, the reason you're probably thinking no bigger than 33 is because they're used to GM stuff. <laughs> Whereas you get away from GM products, 33s are like smaller in stock yeah. a lot of times. And it's not uncommon, like... You could fit maybe a narrow 35, you know, damn near stock height. Yeah. Like a spacer. Yeah. You know, or a small spacer will get you a 35-inch tire on there. Yeah. So in, back to the conversation. Yeah, back to back to back. <laughs> uh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, if we're looking for a solid axle truck, you know, and the budget is not new new, it's like, okay, well, there's the, you know, 6.7 power strokes. Because honestly, I for any of my friends, unless they're diesel literate, I'm never going to recommend a 6.0 or 6.4, 100%. Yeah. Just because, A, sometimes that's not the conversation I want to have <laughs> because I have it all day at work. Uh, but, B, it's kind of one of those things like, dude, just take my advice. Okay. Yeah. Like, just, this is literally my job. Just let me do my job. Yeah. <laughs> there's, am I just a bad person if there's something satisfying about me giving information to someone and they don't follow it and then something ends up happening exactly what I no. am I a bad person <laughs> you're not a bad person super like a ton of satisfaction like <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah she's like no my engine's blown <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I know <laughs> you know who's like freakishly good at that yeah Cooper yeah <laughs> I've seen Cooper give like spot on and this is I'm not trying to like say Cooper is like a genie or just knows everything but he's done a lot of stuff yeah he's really good at keeping memory of that kind of stuff putting things together but he'll you'll tell him what he wants to do he's like okay yeah you're gonna blow an axle you're like no I'll be fine like no 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 you're I've literally I've ran every axle you can that bolts on easily you're gonna gonna blow an axle yeah Yeah. you are (laughs) well no I'll be cool if I just go no no you're gonna and then you see the Instagram post like 20 minutes in. I blew my fucking axle. Yeah. <laughs> you can like, see Cooper sitting there. I told like, you. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, Cooper, I've said this before in the podcast too, automotively, and I'm not saying like Cooper steered me wrong other places in life, but like as far as, you know, where I seek a lot of advice from him, you know, on in the automotive industry, like every time he's been like, yeah, you should probably take care of that soon or something like that. Or, hey, have you. Don't even mess around with it. Just go ahead and do this. And lo and behold, the two times I like didn't do it, ex- exactly it happened. Yeah. I, was, I looked at him. He's looking at me. I'm like, Do you know what's really good is when he te- when he when he tells you that advice after you did the thing. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> I would have told you this. Yeah. Okay, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to bring up that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So now back to the story. So I immediately go, okay, Dodge Ram because I'm not going to get into a 6.7 and most 7.3s are going to be if you're new to the diesel stuff I'm not saying 7.3s are bad if you're new to the diesel stuff but you're getting into a leaf sprung truck and if you're not used to driving a leaf sprung truck or you're hoping for something a little bit more modern you're not going to get into 7.3 and more than likely yeah. you're going to be putting money into it to get it to where you think it should be because all your buddies are driving deleted 6.7 power strokes and they're smoking you on your tuned 6 or 7.3 because yeah I, I get it I know alright um, yeah. so I my instincts always go 10, 12, Dodge Ram, 25 or 3,500. You know, I'd be thinking to yourself like, well, if you're going to go 10, 12, it's a fortune. Why not 13 and up? And my main thing with that is 10, 12, 25 or 3,500, you're still going to get leaf springs in the rear. So if you are towing with the truck, 
I don't care who you are, leaf springs just on most applications are going to work better for towing. Look at semi trucks. Okay, a lot of semi trucks have, or like older semi or like box trucks, they all still have leaf springs on there and stuff. They don't yeah. have airbags, and we're not putting airbags on your truck. Um, so you still get leaf springs in the rear, and you get control arms in the front. And you might be thinking to yourself, like, well, if they went to the new radius arms, why would you want to get the new ones? Don't get me wrong, radius arms aren't bad, but there are way more options and stuff you can do with control arms. Yeah. Especially because parts are going to be cheaper because they basically used almost those exact same control arms from like 94 yeah. to almost 2013. Yeah. So you've got a lot of parts to choose from. you got a lot of aftermarket to choose from, and they're just overall cheaper. Not only cheaper suspension-wise, but cheaper tuners. Yeah. Most turbos are going to be cheaper. Performance parts are cheaper. And they're just, I wouldn't say like it's a lot, but I will say they're, they're probably a little bit easier to work on than the 13 up trucks. Just you know, different intercooler, like all, you just yeah, yeah. I mean, you could go to like a you know the like a fourteen thirty five hundred. I mean, you're gonna get radius arms like you talked about, but you're still leaf sprung. You're still you you get. But price I feel too. a better price. price is gonna. That's when the price is gonna skyrocket. Yeah, but I think you could pick up one of those earlier new you know new suspension equipped trucks for mm-hmm. relatively cheap now. I mean. We're talking six years old now already. Yeah, and that, that's almost still seven blows years my old. Mind. <laughs> I know. Because you know, Isn't that I'm, crazy. I don't it seems like, like just yesterday they upgraded their suspension. <laughs> Dude, it, real talk. Like, yeah. it, get a little nostalgic here, but I mean, even for you because you've been in this industry. Oh, Dude, I remember when the six seven came out. Yeah. Oh seven and a half. Yeah, like, just, I remember when those. I that was like, oh my god, it's got an exhaust brake. <laughs> that's insane. Huh? <laughs> that is so cool. What does it sound like? It's like shh. You're like, oh man! Or if you're a, if you're a Ford, it goes. <laughs> I'm a Ford. It sounds like a seal dying. <laughs> All right, so I always end up thinking about ten, twelve Rams because they're coming down in price, and they are still, you know, a fourth gen Ram is still a nice truck. When when you get a fourth gen Ram compared to a third gen Ram, you're looking at it and you're like, is is this like the model they based this off of? Like, how do they do this for yeah. so long? Yeah. The fourth gen just so new, it's so antiquated, or so new, it's so brand new, and the old one's so antiquated. I, I, one thing that I, I will say that I don't like about like the ten through tr- twelve trucks mm-hmm. interiors. <laughs> you and I are gonna fight. I think the interior is fantastic for a Ram. Really? For a Ram? It's so cheap. Ten to twelve? Yeah. You seen a third gen? Y- yeah, I've owned one, but I. But here's the thing. I feel the interior on the third gen was more stout and less cheap than the fourth gen stuff. Well, so yes, yeah, it was okay. simple. All I'll right, give you yeah, that. Yeah. It was simple. Okay, like my make. You, did you ever ride my make? I know it was gone by the time. Center full center console, mm-hmm. wood grain dash. I had a, a double din uh, stair. I mean, it was clean. It was mm-hmm. clean. It it was solid. Okay, fourth gen stuff. I just feel like things are cheap. Like. They've got sticky buttons from the factory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so the uh, well, yeah, okay. I mean, the stereo could, super cheap, super cheap. I'd rather mm-hmm. take like a like a just like an old school CD player or like mm-hmm. a cassette deck. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. that little touchscreen stereo they had. That was junk. Sorry, guys out there. That listen, I'm a Cummins guy. I love those trucks. So this is. <laughs> I could kind of see that. I mean, the, I don't think they got the interior down until. What was it? 2015? Like 14. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about our, the dually that we had, a 13 dually, the silverback gorilla. The interior on that was 
was it titties? It was the it was the limited limited long whatever. It wasn't the Laramie. It was the Laramie or no? It wasn't the long because they had the Laramie Longhorn or the Laramie Limited. This was the limited, so yeah. it was all black. It was hot. That was a good truck. That was a nice truck. Good, uh, Bruce. Don't sell that. Yeah, because Bruce. No, it was fourteen. Fourteen is when they 14? went. Fourteen is when they went to the new, the new screens like the screen that I had in my Eco Diesel. Okay. That's when they changed the interiors, and that's when I really started. To, you know, that's when I publicly <laughs> talked about how how nice the interiors were mm-hmm. on the Rams. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I, I gotcha. S- I see your argument. <laughs> However, I will say I. Face value, I, if you're still new, you're used to a newer vehicle, I think you're not going to be happy in a third gen. Yeah. If you're used to driving like a 15 GM truck or something like that, or or something like that, you're going to go to a third gen. It's going to feel like you're like a 1995 Power Stroke. Sure. So I'm sticking with it. I'm being stubborn. 10, 12 for him. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, and I, no, and I hear that, and especially if someone's like looking to, you know, not purchase a truck cash, and mm-hmm. they're looking to do you know, uh, some sort of financing on there. A lot of banks have like a 10 year limit. So, I mean, you're uh-huh. pretty much stuck at 10 through 20, like right now you're 10 That's through true. 10, you know, 10, 11, whatever. I will say this, is, we're, we're getting off topic a lot on this. We're just, I kind of feel like we're just kind of BSing about trucks right now. It's kind of nice. Well, that's kind of part of our job. I know. That's kind of part of our, <laughs> no, I know, but we have more of a structure. Right, right, it right, kind yeah. of feels like we're throwing that out the window at this point, but that's okay. As far as mega cabs, I think a third gen mega cab looks better than a fourth gen mega cab. Debate me. I like the look of the regular four door fourth okay. gen. You remember Brian's mega cab that you drove in? That yeah, you, yeah. Okay. I think I think the beds just look a little too. Me, 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 me. So we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> the beds are pretty similar, but I think like the body shape. And the, the fenders, the grill, the hood, all that third gen mega cab with that body looks hot. Hot. And the bed's so small. So? <sighs> <laughs> but here's the thing. If we're not talking to mega cab, I like the look of fourth gen better than I do of third gen. Isn't that weird? Isn't that am I fucked up? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's I think a, you know, a fourth gen four door short bed, I think interior wise, you're damn near a third gen mega cab. Yeah. 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 I'm just talking like overall look of the truck. Okay. Like, a, a, look, a, yeah. a, a, like a, a, let's say three inch lift, 37s on 17s, meth, whatever. Just a good looking mega cab sitting there looking hot. That side by side, same color, fourth gen mega cab, same setup. I think the third gen looks better. You're going to make me say this, aren't you? Go for it. This your truck, ep- your truck looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> we may just end up calling this episode like "Fight Me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna come out and say it. Lay it on me. You you might agree with me on this or not? Okay. Because I we haven't brought this situation to the, the discussion before. Okay. This has gotten way off topic, but we're gonna go with <laughs> okay. it, right? So if we're talking about generations of RAM and body mm-hmm. styles and pickups that I prefer more over others, like I'm not a huge fan of third gens in general. Okay, like the body style. I'm just I'm not. Get out. I know. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. For how much shit I talk about second-gen trucks, I prefer... I've already told you this. I know. I prefer <laughs> the, the front-end profile and the profile overall of a second-gen Ram. I know they don't make them in a four-door, 
And if they yeah. did, they, I mean, maybe I've seen like the hobnob when they make them and all that kind of stuff. But like tit for tat, you know, they look aggressive. They look aggressive, man. Yeah. They, I I prefer the look of a second gen Ram in general compared to a third gen. Yeah. Now, would I ever own a second gen if I had the opportunity to own a third gen? If it was say for like a work truck or something like that, I get the usefulness and the new you know common and all that kind of stuff. But we're just talking about the body. We're talking about we're the talking looks. about the just the looks, baby. The curves, the, the curves, lines. the curvature. <laughs> I. I, you could throw the third gen out the door for me, and you, you give me a second gen. And I, I prefer to look at a second gen. I, I'd have to ag- agree with you a little bit because I've told you that before. Yeah. Uh, like a, a a second gen on thirty sevens looks wicked, looks especially mean. with not like nine inches of lift. We're talking like five at the most. Yeah, but of good suspension. Third gen or second gens look aggressive. I just hate everything else. <laughs> Interiors, <laughs> junk. Suspension, junk. <laughs> well, suspension, not. Suspension can be good, uh, but steering and front axle, uh, junk. Uh, transmissions, junk. Huh? Oh, your cup holders are terrible. Cup yeah. holders are junk. The dash comes apart with you. Comes apart on you like a freaking. I love. Like someone dropped a fragment, a frag grenade in the freaking. Cowl. I love the videos on Instagram. People tearing or just blowing apart their second gen Ram dashboards. <laughs> it's I so saw, bad. I saw one that literally I had to watch it. I, I didn't realize it was on a loop. Yeah. They, they were like, they got me, right? <laughs> and it was like the title was like some, you know, I'm so worried about this, this second gen Ram Dodge, you know, dashboard having any issues. And it was one where he like, he sprays cleaner on it. But then the spray bottle goes out of frame and it moves and you can't tell if he's still sprayed or not and you expect him to come through and like wipe it. <laughs> and he never comes to wipe it. I'm like, oh, he's going to touch it. It's going to fucking shatter. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. It's just going to disintegrate. And it's like, it's a 15 second video. A minute and a half later, I'm like, oh, it's going to, it's just going to blow up. And I realize it's a real, it's, it's yeah. just repeating. I'm like, go! <laughs> he got me. Five minutes later, Ben's like, that's the same scene. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching this for five minutes. His mileage hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been ba- I've been bamboozled. <laughs> been hoodwinked. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Third gen, throw it out the window. Let's get back to the, the, the matter of hand <laughs> Woo! Here. So, now that we've talked about how you're not going to buy a third gen or a second gen because you're probably going to be... And I will say the person I'm talking about, he did... You know, it, it's an auto loan type thing. He's going to have yeah. to finance it. So, that pretty much knocks out anything at over 10 years old. So, your 10 to 12 Ram is basically the oldest you're going to get, which is hopefully the, cheap, hopefully the cheapest you're going to get for a newer-ish Ram that you can still finance within your budget. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> that was a lot. <clears throat> I don't know if this is still on topic or not because I don't even remember what we originally started talking about. But one thing to look at is if you are looking to you know finance a rig or whatever, and you're wanting one, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to look at a newer truck that's a lower trim level mm. that you can then upgrade upgrade later. I mean, there's so many. If like heated seats are your thing, you got to have heated seats. Guess what? You can add those. Catskin makes awesome seat. Like if you wanted leather, you can do it. I mean, there's a. I mean, given there's a couple of features that you may not have, mm-hmm. um, that you know is not the you know not awesome. I guess there's but, always so much. Like you can't put the automatic tailgate on there. Yeah, so right, much. but you if you can compromise on a few things, you could possibly get a newer truck with maybe less miles, mm-hmm. and then 
save yourself some money, pocket that extra money, and then make it how you want it. And then, then you got again, you got a newer truck. It's true. For a good price, hopefully. Like, I, I, I will we, say. Me and Ben spent about five minutes looking at trucks. Yeah. Just to see if our theory holds water. We found like two, I think, two that were decent. Yeah, definitely lower trim levels. Um, well, yeah, they're tradesmen's. And our, our goal was to find uh, whether it be a 10, you know, 10 to 12, 25 or 35 or, a, you know, a newer still leaf sprung in the back, though. Because yeah. if, if you're going to be towing with it, I do recommend making sure you have leaf springs in there. I'm not saying you can't tow with coil springs <laughs> in the back, okay? I'm just saying, you know, all things considered equal, leaf springs are probably going to treat you better. Yeah. Like, I'm, I just pulled this one out. This is a 2012 Ram 2500. 174,000 miles, which is... Okay. I don't know, when I'm looking at you, try, I try to find stuff a hun- under 150. Mm-hmm. That's just me. It's kind of my own rule I set for myself. Well, this one's 29.9, 2012. That, okay. Let's, let's, okay. All right. We're going to break that down here real quick. Okay. Since we, are, we, get, we got off topic for so much, we're going to get back on topic pretty hard here. Okay. So it's 160K, 2012. 2012. 2012. Okay. 174 miles. 174. Okay. So fuel components. Let's talk about those real quick. So, and is, is it lifted? No. Stock height? Stock. Okay. Stock is rock. Okay, cool. So stock, it's got, stock, stock. Uh, it's got blue lights. Sick. <laughs> so sick. So let's no. let's go over this. I'm going to break it down. I'm okay. going to try and get all these all this out of my head before I lose track of what I'm thinking about. So you've got this truck. It's got 174,000 miles on it. Um, what do you need to worry about in the future? So your fuel components. I would say once you get over 220, it's. I'm not saying they don't like they only last 220, but once you get over 220. I wouldn't say you're on borrow time, but you've got your money's worth out of it. Like you're, you're probably going to end up doing injectors yeah. or a CP3 or all of it all together, or just plan to do it because you've now had this truck since 175 or 170, whatever it is. And you put, you know, almost 50,000 miles on it. And now it's time for some maintenance. Other things on there, since it is bone stock, 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 that also means you're hopefully not inheriting anybody else's transmission issues. If you are looking at these trucks and you're planning to put bigger tires on it, and let's say they already have 35s, it's got 175,000 miles on it, it's a 3,500 and it has airbags on it and stock gears, you are now inheriting all of the transmission issues that they had because they had 35s or 37s on stock gears with airbags, which means they tow with it. Find yourself that stock truck on stock tires. I know it's appealing. You're going to want, you know, oh, this truck's already got everything done with it. Did they do gears? If they didn't do gears, you you have now inherited that mileage of, of transmission issues. Just kind of keep that in mind there. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and talk about trucks that are not technically legal to be sold or legal to drive on the road. But, you know, full disclosure here, we're going to tell you what you need to know. If you are buying a deleted truck, first off, the emissions are required. They're a federal rule. You have to have them. If your state doesn't test for it, it doesn't matter. It's a federal rule. Federal. That means everyone. Deal with it. Okay. That being said, you're buying a deleted truck. And we've talked about it before. I'm going to reiterate again. Make sure you have the tuner with it, the physical device. If you're getting an EasyLink, make sure they transfer the login to you. You need to have that. If you don't, if you plan on doing anything with a truck performance-wise or you plan on changing the tune or anything, you are starting from square zero. In fact, I would almost consider it square negative one or maybe negative 6.9 because (laughs) finding tunes for your truck that's deleted is becoming harder by the minute i mean that in all seriousness we get calls on this every day do you have any recommendations for me call someone in canada or mexico like real talk like just it's not happening yeah good luck like and i don't mean that sarcastic they're like i hope you find it so your truck gets back on the road or whatever 
So, and if you're buying it from a dealer, make that dealer make that truck right, and make sure that truck runs right before. Mm-hmm. Maybe make a deal with them, like, hey, if you're gonna make this truck street legal, keep whatever you take off and replace with stock stuff. Put that stuff in the back. That way, you can cut once they get the truck to to its factory point. Then you can kind of take inventory on what you got and if it's even usable at that point. And if not, then you've got a bunch of work that was just done to your truck that you just bought that is, you know, hopefully has, has been, you know, taken through the paces as far as making sure everything is functioning properly with that emission system. But then, you know, at the same time, you still got all the stuff that was on it before. It's just that email you sent me today of that mm-hmm. of that guy that's I don't want to get too far into that because I think that's a full episode. Okay. I think that's the other side of Never it. Never mind. Forget yeah. I said anything. Um, so, and this is like maybe a bargaining chip in your pocket if you're going to a dealership and you're buying a truck that's deleted. And I don't know if this would actually work, but it's something that I would bring up at least if I was in your shoes. I would ask them, A, do you have all of the emissions equipment that came off this truck? Because I know you're not technically supposed to sell a deleted truck. However, I am here to buy a deleted truck. So I know that you know that we know that we all know. Okay. Let's just be real about this. And they say, no, I don't have the emissions stuff. Okay, cool. So since you are selling me a legal truck and you don't have the stuff that I require of it, I would like you to put the emissions back on the truck so you can sell it to me so I'm buying a legal vehicle. And they either and that shouldn't cost you a dime. They shouldn't even be selling the truck. Right. And, and here's the, like, the extension on there. Here's where you get kind of crafty with it and see if you can make it work for yourself. If they say, like, well, fine, we're just not going to sell it to you. Okay, cool. Deal's off, whatever. Come back tomorrow or, or try it. I don't know. But if they're still willing to play ball with you, and maybe they go to their service manager or whatever, and they find out, oh man, it's going to cost us twelve grand <laughs> to put the emissions back on this truck, and they come back to you and say, oh, it's going to cost us twelve grand. We're going to have to do this. Okay, well here, here's what I propose: if you can't get the proper emissions back on the truck, knock twelve grand off. Yeah, because they're going to come back to you with that price because they honestly probably don't want to pay it. So they're going to make sure that it's like. I don't want to say a number that's out of reach, but a number that's like, it's advantageous for them to have that number be high to really like, you're getting a good deal because it would cost this much to do this on there. You don't have to do that now. Aren't you so happy you don't have to do that now? But, you know, so they may hit you high with it. Like, okay, cool. 12 grand to put that emissions back on the truck. Cool. I want 12 grand off the truck. Yeah. Straight up. Like, and if that's not a bargaining chip to start with, then walk. Yeah. Like the, the headache of having a deleted truck, especially if you don't already have an in somewhere in Canada or Mexico, it is a headache. And I tell you, that's a fight you do not want to have with your significant other where you just bought a you know $60,000 used truck, no warranty as is. And, and you, now because of some beep, bop, boop, some 20-year-old tech just deleted your tune, your truck's useless. It's a freaking brick. Yeah, you and had it, one that the guy couldn't even register. That the six four in Utah, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, that's oh, that's man. terrible. I mean, here's the thing: how many of these dealers actually know what they're selling is something that isn't legal? Probably very few. Probably very few. I mean, I would imagine they're not up to date with some of this stuff. Yeah, like, even it, when they're taking them in on trade and going, "Oh, he's got this awesome trade in. Well, this thing is so cool." case in point yeah why the hell would they take it in on a trade because they don't know they don't know that is a dumb effing deal but here's the thing i think that that negotiation tactic might fall on deaf ears to a guy that's a used car salesman that's gonna go okay well if you don't buy it the next guy will next guy that doesn't know will 
So and, you know, and I'm not. I'm not saying go. You're you rolling the dice. It, if you don't fix this truck, I'm gonna make a phone call. <laughs> like you either need, like you can put that out there for like, him. Hey, and that's fine. EPA. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So you got to be careful doing that, <laughs> Don't though. Do that. And, 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 well, and this is like this. This goes kind of with other things in life too. But if you're gonna come in, you know, with, with that big dick energy, you're gonna come in hard, guns blazing. Like if you don't fix this, I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, tell everybody that you're selling illegal trucks. Okay. Well, I kind of have a, a kind of a, I don't want to say a mantra, but like a thing in life where, don't be a dick to your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a dick to the person that's bringing you food. <laughs> don't be a dick to the people fixing your car. Yeah. All things where if someone just doesn't like you or they can do just kind of like not a great job, <laughs> it can really affect you yeah. and your family. Like, I'm yeah. not saying a mechanic's going to make your car like not as good as it should be and kill you with it or something like that. But, you know, they may not take the extra step to go in through or, or they well, may not wipe their feet before you get in your <clears> it just it, It's just... You don't do that kind of stuff. So now that you've convinced them, you bully them yeah. into saying, I'm going to call, I'm calling yeah. dad on this. No, what you need to do is you need to pull up the federal law that states that that truck legally cannot be sold with the state that it's in. Mm-hmm. And you need to present that to them like, as a, as like, listen, like I want to buy this truck. Okay. I, I, like I want this truck, but here's the issue that we're running into. Federal law says that you actually can't even sell this truck because it's missing these these pieces of equipment. So we can either make a deal and you can put the stuff back on or move along. Move along. Yeah. yeah. I mean, help me yeah. help you. Help me help, help me. you because I don't want you to make this mistake again. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're going to come out with that energy, you got to be ready for the result that you may not like. Yeah. And yeah, just just don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just remember that. Don't be that guy. Just be the guy that comes with all the information to where you can express your viewpoint in a in a fashion where you're not just going to get a reaction out of the guy going no, next guy will buy it. But if you were to show like, hey, this is the law and this is how it should be and it's not, I think you might get a different reaction out of out of places that are that are selling you know mm-hmm. whatever said truck. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Never tried it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I I never tried it either, but I have to imagine and I want I almost wanna try it. Like we no. should we me and you, we I should know. go to like look at a truck to buy and and see. Like listen, I'm interested in this truck, but you don't have any of this any of this shit on here. And see if we can get him to put the emission. We Wow. Amazing plan right now. We are going to this is our plan to save the world right now. Holy We're shit. Save from climate change. Whatever, if, if it's real or whatever. <laughs> we are going to go around to used car dealerships, and we are going to attempt to make them put emissions on every single vehicle and not buy them. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a check from the EPA. <laughs> they're going to pay us. <laughs> they're going to pay. They're going to see the good we're doing, and they're going to be like, you know what? You guys... You head the diesel department, and then when we do, <laughs> this is where. Once <laughs> <laughs> you once you sit gotcha. down, gotcha. Yeah. Once you have a seat, yeah. Mm-hmm. All diesel down. rules, gone. Yeah. Once you, once you take a seat, yeah. yeah. Once you sit down, let's talk a little bit and pull out the camera. Once you take a seat, yeah. <laughs> once you sit down, <laughs> sit down. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.